Hey guys, this is Pastor Stacy at Trinity of Fairview. Welcome to our Be the Man podcast. I look to join you here every Monday as I share principles that will equip you to undertake your job description as a husband to be the man in your household. Look forward to sharing with you week in and week out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Be The Man podcast. Today, Pastor Stacy and myself are sitting here across from the table with each other at Trinity of Fairview Baptist Church down here in little Fairview, North Carolina, just hanging out, making it happen today. Last night, I want to I wanna tell you guys, we had a great night here Amen. last night here at Trinity. We had our hymn sing. We do it Every fifth Wednesday, usually. Correct. And uh, we got up there, we sang some hymns. I got to play the banjo, and that Woo! was that was super fun. It was killer. And man, we just had a great time. There's a lot of good things going on right here at Trinity, and I'm excited to be here. Pastor Stacy, <laughs> how are you doing today, brother? That smooth, silky voice of Eli kicking us off just gets me <laughs> gets me right in the place, baby, to, to get this done. I, I'm doing really well. I'll be transparent with you. I was praying this morning early, early, early. A little cloudy. It was a cloudy morning. My mind was a little cloudy. So if I say something just doesn't seem to compute with you guys today, uh, Eli has uh, a free reign to say, Pastor, what did you just say? Uh, try to try to tell me that again. So um, give, yeah, give us a little give us a little leeway. Hey, did today. you see what? that moon last night? Did you see the, that? The... I couldn't from my house. I wanted to. Oh man, the it was super moon. The super moon. It the was once neat. in a blue moon. Super moon. moon. Yep. If y'all didn't get a chance, go Mars, out and check that out. I mean Saturn. There again, a misspeak. Saturn was supposed to be like two and a half degrees above the yeah, thing. Yeah, that's right. And, and I didn't get a chance to see it. As I was going home, it was so rainy last night that I didn't, didn't really get a chance to see it. But, oh, my gosh, man, I was looking forward to it. And uh, I just couldn't pull it off, man. <laughs> I should have waited a little while and, uh, and, and, and looked out the window. I tell you, I did get up, though, in the middle of the night, and it was so bright. It's, it was. It was bright. It was bright. So, oh, we don't want to go into all that, man. I can I can start getting nerd, nerdy on you there. So we're going to let that ride today, Eli. Okay, um, here we are on the Be The Man podcast, guys. I am so glad you are here. I hope this shines as brightly into your life as that super moon last night. Amen. I surely do. We're talking about our job description always on Be The Man as husbands, as future husbands. To love our wives. Let me clarify that again. I don't want to ever get too far from that. This might be the first one of these podcasts you've picked up. And I'm going to tell you what my heartbeat is. I believe marriage would be revolutionized, guys. If we, just us now, I'm not talking I'm not talking to our wives today. I'm talking to us. I'm not talking to our fiancés or the girl we're dating. I'm talking to us. If we would decide, make a decision to undertake our job description and love our wives as Christ has loved the church, I believe it would revolutionize marriage and the home as we know it in this age. And I believe it would be the most beneficial and exciting decision you ever made in your life is to undertake your job description in that way. So we've been talking about so many foundational principles, and in January we're going to have a live be the Man, guys, in January. I believe it's the 19th, Eli. Yes. We're going to have a live Be the Man podcast night at Trinity of Fairview in our sanctuary. So it's a men's night. 
we're going to sow into your life. We're going to eat really good beforehand. Then we're going to come in, and, and we're going to take some questions. Who knows what we'll get into? It's just going to be fantastic. And if the if the food's not enough to get you there, I'm working on something else that, that might uh, strike your fancy. So you might want to come out and see the kind of surprise I've been working on <laughs> this I'm year. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited, Eli. It's going to be I'm good. I'm looking forward to it. So all those principles we draw on in those early podcasts – um, every every subsequent one, we tend to go back, and we will today. We'll, we'll go back intentionally, at least to one of those, I believe, in this podcast, to remind you of it and, and, and make application of it right here. We're in 1 Corinthians 13 at, at the latter part of it, talking about the bullet points. Love, you know, in the latter part of his statements, Paul makes like four or five bullet points. I'm a bullet point guy. I like that. So one of those bullet points was love bears all things. That means I got you covered. That was last week. Today, Eli, I want to look at that second bullet point in 1 Corinthians 13. Love believes all things. Now, it's important to know, gentlemen, what that word believe means. Now, I think we all have a sense of it. All right? This one's not tricky. I'm not going to break out some fancy etymology that is going to wow you right here. This one's not really tricky. It's right in front of you, but it is nuanced. So we'll talk about some of the applications and their nuances. The word believe means this. It means to affirm. It means to have absolute confidence in. If I went a little further with it, I would say it like this, guys, to think a thing to be true or to be persuaded that a thing is true. Maybe the best way I can say it, I wrote it in my notes and highlighted it, place confidence in a thing. Mm -hmm. Now, that's powerful. Yeah. When you can say to your wife, I have confidence in you, when your love for your wife breeds confidence in her, that is a powerful thing. Um, All right, I'm going to start with an illustration here. You know, it's hard to trust something, guys. It really is. It's hard when you don't trust something. Let's put it that way. It is really hard when you don't trust something. When something, uh, you you had trust in it, maybe something happened, and all of a sudden you're a little skeptical uh, of that thing, it gets really hard. I've got a pair of cool tennis shoes. I'm going to show them to Eli. These are nice. I am, uh, I'm not going to, am I promoting brands only? I don't know if I'm promoting brands or not. I don't guess it really matters. I'm not getting paid for this. So I'll tell you what I'm wearing is a pair of of Sauconies. I fell in love with those back in the day when I was running. Great running They just shoes. fit my feet and good. I've got some Kenvaras on today. Yeah. Uh, black tops, white bottoms. Just love these shoes. Got them about a month ago. Just needed some new walking shoes and uh, love, love these things. I was out on my dirt road about two weeks ago and my heel started hurting bad. I thought, I got a rock. I got a rock in my shoe. I stopped. In took the sock Yeah, yeah. I, got, I thought, I got a rock in there, man. Uh-oh. So I stopped, took my shoe off, took my sock off. I mean, here I am in the dirt just trying to keep my foot from being dirty when right. I put all this back together, keep all the stuff, trying to dump it. And I couldn't find anything in there. And, dude, for like the last half mile, I walked in those shoes. It was absolutely killing me. Every step I took, it was absolutely killing me. I got home. I took them off. I'm like, something is up. And, man, I'm stem to stern looking over the right shoe. Do you know, I I thought I fixed it and put them on one day and headed, didn't get down the driveway, hurting again. Walked right back up. You know what I did? Took them off. Off again. Got my old shoes. There you go. And put them right back on. Yep. And it's taken me two weeks. I've looked at them. There's been days I've thought, I think I got that fixed. I'm like, so today I did a little work on them, and I've got them on. So time will tell. And every step I've taken today, Eli, I've been going, okay, is it going to start? When's it going to start hurting? It's yeah. going to start hurting. So it's tough. 
It's tough once you have been hurt a little bit. Once you have something has maybe you've lost a little confidence in something, it, it, is, it, it gets very difficult to grow. It gets very difficult to move forward with it. it get, it's always an impingement in your relationship. Is that This is true as well. In your relationship, yeah. when you lose that confidence in something, it can be an impingement. I know that's happened in some of you guys' life out there. It has. You need to, to trust in the love, the agape love of God to be able to reveal that. I got my, I got my Saucony's on, so hey, I'm believing, I'm right. believing, I'm, I'm going to say, hey, look, you know, you know what, in another hour, I won't be thinking too much about it. Two right. hours later, I won't be, so it, it, it gives. I, there's a great saying I love, you know, love is a given. You've got to give love to your spouse. Now, there's times when I breach my... Tammy's looking at me like, oh, shoot. I don't know if I can trust him with that again. <laughs> you know, and it can't, uh, here again, guys, it doesn't have to be uh, 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 infidelity. It can be just, you know, I ask him to get the trash down today, and I come home, and oh, my gosh, the trash isn't down. It's going to be another week before they get here. I'm not sure. Maybe next week I'll just do it myself. <laughs> so it can be something that little, guys, right. that, uh, you know, you can, you can lose a little confidence in someone, and it takes a little time to rebuild it. Over, the, over time, love is a given. I started that. I'm going to finish it. I told you my mind was in a lot of places today. Love is a given. All right, trust and respect, they're earned. Love is a given, trust and respect are earned. So today I'm not saying that love means you never have a moment in your relationship. Does that make sense? But love guarantees you'll move beyond those moments with grand confidence. I hope that lands well with you. I hope I summarized that well after all that I said. Not even sure what I said, but there we go. Love does that for you guys. So have confidence in your spouse. That's what I'm telling you today. When you love them, you have confidence. I wrote this down. See, See how you feel about this, Eli. The context of the marriage ceremony really... Isn't it? Think think about where you're headed yeah. next June. The context of the marriage ceremony, guys. Think back. All right. If you if it was six months ago or six years ago or like me, thirty four years ago. Think back to that marriage ceremony. It, it is essentially saying, "I have a believing love," isn't it? I have yeah. a confident love. The context of the marriage ceremony is trust. It is, I believe all things about you. Does that land well with you, Eli? Is that right? Oh, absolutely. And I think for, you know, even in the context of, I was talking to a dear brother yesterday about the believing in certain things in the, in the media that we have around us. And I just, you know, I'm, I'm super blessed to have the people, and I know both of us are, to have the people that listen into this podcast Amen. who are believing in what we're, we're saying and what we're imparting Amen. in them. But I think y'all, you think you're you're absolutely right in that 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 marriage ceremony. If I didn't believe in hope, we wouldn't be doing it. Amen. You You'd know? never make it there. Right. You wouldn't be at the altar if right. there wasn't a, an implicit believing, loving trust. I, I wrote this down, Eli. When when I get to I get to be there with you guys, man. Yep. How cool he is does. that? And and I'm probably if I do your vows, I'm probably not going to say, um, Eli. Do you promise to keep an eye on hope? Do, do you promise to track her everywhere she goes? Do you, do you promise to check up on her? Do you promise to be suspicious of her? Yeah, you know what? Hope's going to be like, who is this cat? What's I, going I, on? Right. Pastor, I can't wait till you get to me because I'm going to say no to all those things. Right. No, no, no. Right. I'm going to refute that. No, we start with, do you promise to love? Usually in the marriage vows, isn't that the context mm-hmm. of it? Mm-hmm. Do you promise to love her, yep. honor her, and trust 
her. That's always there. So guys, the marriage ceremony in and of itself is descriptive of the relationship between a husband and wife and the implicit trust, love, believes, and I love that, bears all things, believes all things. He doesn't disqualify anything. There's not an arena in your relationship that trusting love doesn't have a bearing on. So a couple of questions, Eli, that'll guide our practical application. Can you trust your wife, guys? You need to ask yourself that, you know? Do you trust your wife? Can you? Do you? Morally? Do you trust her physically? Do you trust her spiritually? Do you trust her ethically? Do you trust her in a, in a sexual way? Do you trust her in every way, shape, or form in your life? And, and the second is, you know, can she trust you? Uh, can she trust you? There's two sides of the same coin, you know. Absolutely. Um, do you trust her? But do you live a life, do you love her well enough that she can place her, her trust in you? And we'll be talking about, as we walk through these practical applications, the, the two sides of, of that coin. Uh, we talk about being a provider, right? And we're going to do that in a specific podcast down the road. Can she trust you not to be lazy, guys? Can she trust you not to neglect her? Uh, So all of that goes into, can your wife trust you guys? And do you trust your wife? That's the other side of it. Do you demonstrate the trust in her? That's the two sides to this coin. One, can, can your wife trust you? Uh, to do what you say you're going to do and to deliver on her behalf. Can she believe you in all things? Secondly, the other side is, do you trust her? Right. Uh, can, do, do you look at her and say, honey, I, I trust you, and sow that trust into her? So as we walk through these things, those two sides of that coin are in play, okay? And we might spend more time on one of them than the other in sure. any given place. But remember that both viewpoints are valid. I have to think about the way I love my wife and, and so trust in her, and then the way I love my wife and inspire her trust into me. Let her know I trust her, guys, and then let her know she can trust me. That's the job, all right, if we're going to love her well and we're going to believe all things. Yeah, and it shows, and it shows from both perspectives, you know, that you actually mutually care about one another. And it was funny. I, I want to give uh, Nash. He was talking. <laughs> I was talking to old Nash yesterday, yep. and he imparted some some real wisdom into me yesterday. We were talking, and Hope was there too. And he said, uh, you know, we were talking about uh, relationships and how me and Hope are excited to get married and all that. And he's like, you know, I think sometimes that ladies think about things too much, and men just don't think enough. <laughs> And I was like, Nash, that's wisdom, brother. <laughs> that's All right, good. we should close. I that's mean, that's right. pretty good. That's like, we should just let you guys go. And I'm like, man, that that is good. And then, and even to this, it pertains very well. I'm like, actually, we have to show a mutual care and a mutual trust Amen. with our wives. And even if we think, that's outrageous. How is she thinking about yeah. that? Uh, you, you have to have that implicit. Are you inspiring her to trust you? Exactly. And are you trusting her? I think that is the context. I wrote this down, Eli. Here's a key for today. Here's something big for you guys. You know, nothing unlocks the door to a dynamic and powerful relationship, guys, like belief. Nothing does. It is a powerful tool. Think of your relationship to God. We want to get a little spiritual for a minute here. Think of your relationship to the Lord. It is totally predicated on faith, isn't it? It is totally and completely predicated on trust and belief. You know, James says the trials of your faith, mm-hmm. all right? That's what the enemy's after because he knows that your relationship with the Lord is predicated on trust and belief. Every iota of it predicated on faith. Uh, I, I told Eli just a little, we share about where we are in the scriptures and the Lord has had me 
uh, you know, in, in, in some of the parables, some of the teachings of the Lord in the Gospels. I landed on Luke 8 the other day, a few weeks ago, as we were heading into key leadership, and I we got it. a calendar full of stuff, and I'm going, Lord, what do I got to do to make this happen? And, oh, my gosh, I got to make sure that's good or it's going to fall through or right. all this stuff, you know. And the Lord looked, took me to Luke 8, and it's a story, guys, about he put the disciples in a boat, said, we're going over to the other side. He laid down, went to sleep. Storm comes up, giant storm, and a lot of these guys are fishermen by trade, so a storm so big that it scared the living life out of them. Uh, water starts to come in the boat. They think they're going to die. They think they're in grave danger. They're running around like chickens with their head cut off, and they wake up Jesus and say, we're about to die, and you don't care. You don't care one little bit. You're back, you're back to sleep. You're sleeping. Master, we're going to die out here. And so Jesus gets up and does something very dynamic. Uh, rebukes the wind and the waves, and what do they do, Eli? Oh, they cease. drop. They just got calm and peace. And then he turns to them, and he says something so penetrating, and he has asked me this question so many times lately. Guys, where's your faith, man? Yeah. Where is your faith? He did not say, where is your training? He didn't say, where's your experience? He didn't even say, where's your gift set, guys? You're, say, you're, you're fishermen. You live your yeah, life you on the water. Yeah. Where's your gift set? Trust your gift set. No, where's your faith in me, man? If I'm in the boat with you, it's good. You can trust me. And he was teaching them a lesson, not about his power, although they took it that way, didn't they? Absolutely. Because afterwards they said, oh, my gosh. Who is this cat? He is, we thought we knew he was. Now he stands up and tells the storm to cease, and it does. Who in the world is this guy? And he's all about, look, just trust me. Just trust me. And so, man, all of our spiritual relationship is predicated on faith. In the Scripture, how many times does he say over and over? How many times does the Scripture counsel us according to your faith? faith. Be it, be it unto you. It's all about belief. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that is the keystone, the cornerstone of relationship. And guys, nothing unlocks the door to a dynamic marriage relationship and a powerful marriage relationship like faith. So let's dance with those two viewpoints, Eli. And we're going to go quickly and sow some truth into you guys' life. Uh, we were talking about a Baptist always has three points. Today i got four thoughts. So I'm going to go really quickly, okay, <laughs> in, in a practical way. We're going to talk about them a bit here and, and see where the Lord takes us. To be the man, you've got to communicate and demonstrate, okay? And you got to show belief. That's what you got to do. Belief in what your spouse says, okay? And and, and the second viewpoint would believe, can she believe what I'm saying? What you're All right? saying, that's right. So in, in the words that we say, it's important, guys. That's practical. Can your spouse believe what you say? And, and, and do you communicate to her that you believe what she says? I, I will tell you, I believe Tammy's story, man. If there's two opposing viewpoints in my life and Tammy's story is one of them, you know where I'm going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, right there I, I'm going with yep. her. i got to be honest with you guys. I really am. Yep. I have that much belief in what she says. I believe that she says it, and it is the gospel truth. I just uh, assume it yeah. to be so. Assume it to be so. So, guys, I'm going to caution you here. Now, this can be a personality trait, so don't take this as a bad thing. This is something I want you to be aware of, okay? Maybe this is you. This is not my personality, and I don't do this, but maybe it's you. I have people do this in my life. So, Eli, tell me, how, how does it feel to you when someone asks you a thousand times if you're going to get something? I mean, before the chance even comes to do it, 
You know, you've said, I got, I'll do that. I got it. And somebody, you know, how does that make you feel? Dude? Hey, do you, can, did you, can, you going to get that done? You got that on your calendar? It's definitely, definitely frustrating. <laughs> I've, I've definitely been there before. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. Have you, have you ever had a doctor's office, Eli? Uh, you make an appointment, some kind of office, and they text you? They they email you. How, do you like that, man? I'm telling you, you I know, don't know. The, uh, the, recently, I had a uh, I had a surgery back in December, so it was almost uh, I guess was that eight nine months ago, and man, <laughs> the amount of text messages and emails I got, not even about you know billing or anything like that. It was like, make sure you're going to be there. I promise, I'm going to be at be that there. surgery. I, I'm going to be there. I guarantee you. Oh, it drives me batty, man. Yep. And you can respond. You know, hey, respond C. Text message. You're going to gonna be here on this day. Yeah. Respond C. I figure it's done. No, two days later, you get an email. <laughs> you you going to be there? You get a phone <laughs> call. You get, and I'm like, dudes, come on. I, I, you know, give me a little credit here. So that sounds funny. Yeah. But but sometimes you can do that. I'm telling you. And guys, if you do that to your wife, you're going to drive her batty. Yep. And she's not going to respond well to that. And and even in further relationships, you do that to people you work with. Right. Eli, do I run around here asking you if you're going to be here on Sunday morning? <laughs> um, no. You know, Eli, you, get, you know, nine fifteen. We have first service on Sunday. Uh, you got those students covered, Eli? Yeah. I mean, we, I don't do that, no. man. I, 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 because. I believe you got it. Right. I believe you got it. So believing in a, in the word of a person without completely, uh, you know, prompting them all the time. Now, wait, tell me again. Tell me that again. How come you did that? You know, believing in the words that a person, if they say they're going to do it, if it comes out of their mouth, if they say it's true, then we take it. Yeah. Okay. That is love. We just let it. We, we believe first. Is that a good way to say it? It's good. We believe first. Now, listen, sometimes it's warranted. I need accountability in my life sometimes it's warranted and i tell people if if they're breezing me on a sunday morning if they breeze by and say pastor can you do this for me on tuesday the first thing i say is you better text me yeah you better text me because i promise you You, i'll forget it remember it i'm gonna forget it i'm gonna forget it so i'm not saying we shouldn't keep each other accountable just watch out okay (laughs) just watch out how how you do it because you want to sow into your wife i trust you yeah. I believe in what you say. If you tell me you're going to do it, I, I believe it. If you tell me this is the way it happened, then I believe your right. story. And that instills faith in her. And man, she does the same for me. And Eli, I got to tell you, it's a glorious thing that she would believe in me at all. <laughs> and that's inspiring. But she does. If I tell her that I'm going to do it, if I say, and now listen, no one bats a thousand. There's a lot of things I've told my wife in 34 years I had and that I was going to do. And I just didn't get them done. But right. I was quick to go right. back and say, baby, I didn't get that done. And I'm sorry about that. I'll try, I'll try harder. And love kind of restores. We're talking right. about that res- restoration as well. So, guys, this is not a one and done. Oh, my gosh, she, she said this and it wasn't true. So now I can't believe anything she says. Right. Um, but, but that needs to be your go-to. Believe first. Okay. Secondly, and their words and what they say. Eli, how about this? How about what someone does? Is that important? Man, I was just about to say from, from the past I don't know, five or six, maybe seven episodes of this podcast, we've talked about what love does. Amen. And I was sitting here thinking about, you know, if I, if I'm, I hope knows I'm going to call her or text her throughout the day. She's not asking me, are you going to call me? You going to call me? Absolutely. Call me? She trusts yep. that I'm going to call her because of the actions that I've taken beforehand to send her a text saying, hey, I'm going to call you. You've or, done it. I've done it. You've it's, proven to her. But Adam always yeah. says, there's proof in the pudding. Absolutely. And there what is. You do. What, you, what do. you do. 
uh, eating speaks louder than words. Andy Amen. Griffith said, man, I had four bowls of white beans. Uh, were they good? <laughs> well, eating speaks louder than words. So what, what you do is big, right? right? Hey, proof's in the pudding. Adam is just exactly right on that. And you know what your spouse does? Do you, do you by your posture toward her and by your attitude to her, do you tell her, I trust you? I trust your actions. Yeah, I good. trust what you do. And, and further, I trust what you're going to do. And you know, Tammy has so many times illustra- illustrated and demonstrated <laughs> trust in me and, and what I'm going to do. She can almost anticipate and believes right. that I'm going to do the right thing for her and by her. She trusts that and believes that in me and how powerful, inspiring that is. Eli, I love racing. And back in the day, I nice. really loved racing. Oh, and yeah. I had uh, in my mind that, you know, maybe not full-time. I knew what I was going to do full-time. And I thought, man, it'd be so cool to work on a little crew somewhere every little bit, you know. And um, back in the day when I was young, I had some opportunities to do that. And uh, went to, back in 1992, this been a long time ago. Tammy and I had been married only three years, okay? No kids, 1992. Young guy. I was 24. How old are you, Eli? 20? 22. So I'm right where you were. Came with this opportunity for me to be at the first Winston All-Star Race in Charlotte. Nice. First time ever raced under the lights. That's nice. how far this goes back, guys. It was that night. Called it. If you look it up and Google it, it was called One Hot Night. Uh, Davey Allison and Kyle Petty collided coming over the finish line. Davey Allison won, went into the wall, destroyed his car. Wow. He wasn't even in victory lane. I was standing in victory lane when they drugged that Texaco Haviland Ford in there on a hook. That's wild. He was gone. He was being medevac. He was being airlifted to the hospital. Wow. He was hurt, man. And it was one hot night. It really, really was. Wow. Well, during, I was down there for a week. I'm going to look that up. That's kind of cool. Um, I was, on, I was working with a guy in the sportsman division, and they had a sportsman race. They called it back in the day a sportsman race that night down there, too. And it was cool to be able to be in the pits and work on the car and, and have a guy in that sportsman race. So I was down there for a whole week with this guy. I stayed in a motel with the race team and all this stuff. Well, there was one night, uh, and I knew the driver pretty well and his wife pretty well and his family pretty well. I'd been helping him get the car ready. This is a long illustration. i got to get to the point here. Hurry, Stace, hurry. Here we go. Um, I'm in a motel one night. A guy says, we're going to a certain place down in Charlotte. Um, and I thought, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go there with them. <laughs> I really did. You know, I don't think I'm going to go there. Um, I think I'll just stay here. Right. I, th- I think that's what I'm going to do. And there was a, a lot of good reasons for that. But the, mo- the most primary one was my wife, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to. They were going to a place where. I really shouldn't have been and probably yeah. never should have been. Whether I was married or not, probably wasn't good for me to go there. They were going to a place where, um, uh, well, they're going to a strip joint. Let me just say it. I mean, let's just get real with it. I was trying to find a really kind way to say that. <laughs> but that's where they were. Oh, Stace, yeah. come on with us, man. It ain't no big deal. I said, I said, no, I'm good. Y'all go ahead. You know, you go ahead. Um, I ordered me a pizza and call home. You know, back in those days, it was AT&T calling car. Call home, talking yeah. to Tammy. Tell her, what are you doing tonight? I'm just hanging in, you know, eating a pizza, getting ready for tomorrow, just watching a little TV and um, doing my thing, you know. So I uh, got off the phone with her. Phone rang in the motel. Yeah. Answered it. It was one of the guy's wife. Oh. I was rooming with. She said, hey, can I speak to, you know, I'm not going to say his name. It was one of the guys that was down there. And uh, I, I didn't know what, quite what to say. You know, like, uh, no, he's not here. Not. He's not here right now. She said, don't say another word. Because oh. I know exactly where he is. Oh, Don't you goodness. say another word. I said, well, let's have a good night. And I thought, dude, I do not want to be that cat. I promise you. I do not want to be that cat. And the bottom line is, 
I don't think Tammy ever had a thought that that's what I was going down there to do. And you know, that's how much I want to instill trust in her with yes. my actions. Good. I want her to know that wherever I am, what I'm doing, I'm doing it to honor her. Wow. And I'm doing it to prove that I love her and that she can trust me. Yep. That she can trust me. She does the same for me, Eli. And it's big. What you do is big. Guys, that may be an extreme, but think about the day-to-day. Can your wife trust you? Again, nobody bats a thousand, but right. the day-to-day in your actions. I'm almost in my preacher voice right there, Eli. I'm sorry. Hey, um, I love it. In your day-to-day actions, guys, are you demonstrating, are you communicating and demonstrating to your spouse, to your girl, to the person you're dating, are you instilling in her this truth? You can trust what I do, right. not only what I say. Right. You can go further and you can trust what I do. Tammy does that, man. With me, I trust her. I just trust her implicitly. Um, she is the sweetest thing. Um, I don't, and I'm going to give her a great compliment. I, and, she, and I would say this if she were here. I think she's just the most trustworthy person I've ever met. If, if she tells you, she takes pride in what she says. Yeah. She does. Guys, she, not just with me, with everyone. If she says to someone, I'm going to get this done for you, I'm going to tell you she won't go to bed. She right. will die She'll do it. if she doesn't get it done because she values her word to people that deeply. It's you good. can trust her and her actions. She's not going to be doing the wrong thing. She's just not. That's her integrity. That is who she is. And man, I I love the fact that I can. She can go anywhere in this world, and I don't, I just trust what she's going to be doing. And I so, think that even kind of balances balances us out. I think about Hope. She's the same way. She balances me out. She helps. Amen. She keeps me honest. Keeps me trustworthy, man. Amen, brother. So it's mutual. Here's that two sides of that coin, guys. Yep. Is are you communicating and are you demonstrating? Are you inspiring that love that trusts all things in your wife, and are you demonstrating a love that trusts her? Okay. So it's that two sides of the same coin. So we got to hustle on. I got four. I got to hustle. But what she says is practical. You got you got to inspire that belief in what she says. Inspire that belief in what she does, and vice versa. She needs to believe what you say and what you do. Thirdly, uh, belief in what they can do. How does that set with you, Eli? Man, I, Johnny told me one time. He said, you know, I was talking about when I was coming here at, at Trinity a couple years ago, and I was his intern. He was like, you know, you can you can do a lot. It's like there's you know there's a lot of people you can you can do a lot. But when it comes down to it, is it is that really what you want to do? You know, it's like there's a lot of times people can they can do a lot of things. Absolutely. You know, so. absolutely. And Eli. With you, the sky's a limit. I mean, that's what I want you to hear. And that's not the first time I've told you that. Right. You can, man, the sky's a limit with you and the Lord. And how inspiring is it to hear somebody say, I believe God's got something for you, man. Yep. He's pointing you in a direction down the road. And I believe that you can do this thing right. that God has asked you to do. You know, the thing that he's called you. That's what Johnny was pointing Absolutely. to. Absolutely. You, you can know, do a lot of select things. Select all the these Lord. things. Yeah, you got the ability. But man, here's what I believe God's, whatever God's got you doing, right. I want to help you get there. And I believe that you can accomplish Absolutely. even more uh, than you know. So it speaks to your future and it speaks your ability, to your abilities. Write this down. In your notes somewhere, if you're taking them, guys, or in on the notepad of your heart or in your mind today, be a confidence builder in your bride today, guys. Somehow, practically today, be a confidence builder 
in your bride. Guys, love never tears down. It always builds up. That is big. Love never tears down. It always builds up. And one of the greatest ways you'll build your bride is to demonstrate, vocalize, trust in her and belief, yes, in what she says and what she does. But guys, even more belief in what she can do. Even believe her, believe what she can do to the extent where it builds right. her belief in herself. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Absolutely. Uh, it believe, help her believe that she can go and do things. I wrote this down, Eli. Are you loving your girl in such a way that it builds confidence in her to expect and attempt great things for God in her life? Adoniram Judson, that's a quote from him. Attempt great things for God, expect that great things from God. Are you loving your wife in such a way? Are you giving her a place to fail, okay? In such a way, a love that she can count on even when she fails, that, that she'll still keep trying. Are you inspiring in her to attempt things, man, uh, and expect things to happen that are good vocationally, relationally? And you know the way the way the world is too, and a lot of the ways the pressures that our that our spouses and and the ladies of our lives have on their lives, it's an unrealistic expectation sometimes. Yep. And we have to be there to say, hey, look, you can make mistakes, and I'm here to help you through it and give them the confidence they need to be able to do those things because despite all the, the, the mess and the lies that the enemy Amen, feeds brother. to them. You know? Amen. So it's, yeah, it, you're going to get there. Yeah. That's the, that's the belief. I mean, maybe we got derailed, but you know, I find the Lord is often in those sidetracks, guys. Yes. Even, even when we look like we have failed or look like we have missed the mark, the Lord's often in that. Yeah. He's just taking us to teach us something else to get us right back and even maybe beyond. The, the vision that we had. Absolutely. So um, I, I love my girl, man. She inspires me in so many ways. And I'm telling you, if you're listening to this out there, hun, and I believe you are, I want you to hear again afresh and anew. I say this to her all the time, Eli. Baby, I believe in you. Yeah. I just believe you can do it. Um, you got this today. You really do. What a powerful statement. That's I got good. you covered last week. How about I today? I believe you got you. this. You got it, man. Yep. I guarantee you, girl, you got this thing. I say that to her all the time. And what a joy on the flip side that she says that to me all the time, man. Uh, if you want your bride to run to you guys, here's another action point. Text her right now. Baby, I just want you to know that whatever you're attempting today, whatever's in front of you, that hard thing you got to do at work, that, that task that they've entrusted you with, I believe in you and you got it. Yep. You have got this. You can do this. And I believe in trust. Oh, she'll run to you at home tonight. Night, man she will run to you i promise you you want to inspire your bride man express your belief in her you know it's her belief in me eli i gotta tell you uh that's had me here for 29 years i promise you wow. it really is because there's yeah. not a day that goes by you understand this well in a ministry context there's not a day that goes by that i don't realize i can't do this yeah i really can't uh I, without the lord without his help i can't do it but there's Tammy saying, look, he's got you. He is there. He has asked you to do this. And Stace, you can do it. You got yeah, it. You got it. You keep trusting him and you keep walking forward. I'm going to give you a, a, a concrete example. Um, you know, her belief in me that's pushed me outside even to, to make me attempt things that I didn't think I could do, Eli. Yeah. In 2011, January, I led my first Deacon's meeting here. Now, I'd been in Deacon's meeting for 16 years. I'd been in them here. For 16 years. But wow. in January 2011, I led one of them Ooh. as the pastor for the first time. Yeah. I was scared absolutely. To, These are men I knew. I've served with. I love. They love me. I mean, it's not. They watch me grow up. It isn't like it was in a really good place. Right. But I was scared oh, yeah. half to death. And I never will forget going out the door. And Tammy just grabbed me. Stacy, you got this. You can do it. 
That's good. You can do it. And man, I never will forget it was that belief from her because it's special from your wife. Yes. A lot of other people can tell you that, but guys, it's special from her. And think about that same thing. It's special from you in her life when you say that to her, knowing I have that safe place to come back to, even if I had blown it. And I've blown a few deacons meetings in my time, brother. And even even when I've blown it, you know, maybe it's all right. You got this. So, right. hey, it's belief good. in what you can do, future-oriented and inspirational, helps you to attempt greater things. Fourthly, and we're going to close with this thought, just boils down to this. Maybe these other three boils down to this, Eli, that belief in who they are. Yeah. Uh, we've danced all around that. But at the core, at the core of the matter, it's do I believe in Tammy? Who she is, do I believe in that? Right, that's powerful, man. Absolutely. Um, who's Eli? That's who Hope believes in. You know, I believe in you, Eli. That's that's who I believe in. Yeah, and, I, and we've tied back to a lot of these other podcasts, like the dreaming one. We, you know, would you do you believe in her dreams? Do you believe in what she wants to do and what she wants to accomplish? And are you lining up with that? Are you are you believing in her and believing in Absolutely. who she is? You know, a lot of what it has to do too, Eli. And think about this with me for a minute as. When I say I believe in her, it means I believe in her love for me. It, it, I believe in her desires for me. Yeah. I believe in who she is to me right. uh, and, and, and who she is aside from me. I believe in those things. It, it means I believe in her intentions, the way that she thinks. Okay, right. um, I, Little, little young'uns, you know, they trust their parents implicitly, don't they? That's a beautiful illustration of this. And let's go back to the Lord. You know, I trust his intentions in my life. Yes. The Lord's not going to hurt me. He's never out to hurt me. And maybe that's at the core of what I'm trying to say here in conclusion. Do you believe, you want to inspire belief in your wife that she can trust your intentions, who you are. You're her husband. You're her helpmates. You are not going to do one thing that tears her down. You're not going to do one thing that doesn't help her. Your intentions are to bless her and, and, and not to hurt her. The Lord's intentions for us not to harm us, right? but to do us good. I came that you might have... Life. Now, the thief, he came to steal and yeah. kill and destroy, but I didn't. Mm. I came to, you might have life. Yeah. And, and that's what Plans I'm talking about. Yeah. Is that the nuance coming yeah, through that what I'm talking about? So when I say I believe in who she is, I have to believe it. My core, you know what? She's got my best interest at her heart because she is my wife. She's my helpmate. She right. is the most precious person in the world to me. So I believe that about her. I think about Rachel. She's my eldest. Um, She's never been afraid of anything in her life. Never. When she was young, she'd climb on any ride with me at the amusement park. <laughs> and I can remember when she was little bitty bitty and just she and I, when she was barely big enough, you know, she's waiting for the day she's tall enough, you know, get to the measuring stick and she can get on those rides. I just grab her by the hand. She didn't, she had no idea what this ride was about. She had no idea what it was going to be like or where it was going. She just had me by the hand and yeah. smiling and walking up through there. And I can remember on one of those little walks on her first, first time she's ridden a particular roller coaster. It just, over time, the Lord instilled this into me again. But I remember the first time he said, Stacy, she trusts you. Yeah, that's good. You know why she's getting on this ride? She Without, she doesn't, she's not asking any questions. She trusts your intentions. Yeah. She trusts your experience. She knows you've ridden this before, and you're not going to put her on anything that's going to kill her or hurt her. Right. You're going to put her on something because you believe she's going to enjoy it, and she's going to love it. It's, it's the same when, as we posture ourselves with our spouses. I love Tammy. I'm not going to do something to her that's going to hurt her. I'm not going to take her to a place that's unsafe. Right. I'm not going to betray her. I'm just not going to do that. That's who I am. Now, nobody bats a thousand, again, but that is my intention. I never intend to do that to her. Uh, my thoughts and my intentions toward her are good. Um, guys, 
your wife, you have to instill. I hear some guys say this, and here again, back in that podcast, be careful what you say to her. Be careful what you say about her, okay? When you communicate, guys, be careful. You know, some guys believe their wives are just out to hinder their fun, to rob them of joy. Uh, she won't, I hear this all. She won't ever let me do a thing. She doesn't want me to have any fun, and it's very. She won't let me do fill in the blank. Every time I try to go mm, fill, in, well, guys, it may be because you've burned her yeah. by caring more about that thing yeah. and demonstrating more care for that thing than you have for her. So be careful how you inspire. Let your wife see in your communication and your demonstration that you love her to such an extent that you just have an innate trust and belief in her. You know what we want. In life, what the world is searching for, guys, is a land is plain. <laughs> it's something to believe in. You yeah. know, everybody's searching for that, Eli. Yes. Everyone is. There was a group called Poison I used to listen to way back in the day. <laughs> that doesn't sound good to admit that, but I did. Hey. They had a song, Give Me Something to Believe In. Just give me something to believe in. Stretching. And it's, it's, the, it's the desire of the human heart. i got to have something to believe in. Yeah. It's the quest for there's something bigger than me. Uh, it's a quest for a relationship with God is what it is. And that is perfectly exemplified in the marriage relationship. In a marriage, you should have something, someone you Mm -hmm. can believe in. Does that make sense? And someone who believes in you, that is marriage at its core. I gave you a poison illustration. I'm going to give you a word from Perry Mason right here. As I watch those old episodes of Perry Mason, his entire defense strategy is always predicated on one fact, he believes in his client. Mm. He believes them. Yeah. If they tell him the most outlandish story, he believes it. He believes they're innocent. And so, therefore, it takes them out of suspicion. He suspects everybody else but them. Yeah. Isn't that powerful? In a marriage relationship, don't let the world guys bring your wife into suspicion in your eyes. Don't let the enemy begin to make you distrust her and doubt her. Mm. Love doesn't do that. That's coming from somewhere else. Yeah. And my default has to be I believe her. Yeah. I believe her words. I believe her works. I, I believe what she can do. I believe what she's going to do. I believe all those things, her future. Right. And I just believe in who she is. That's a total coverage love, guys. Uh, that is something that you should be able to place your confidence in. A marriage relationship, that's what it is. Love bears all things. I got you covered. Love believes all things. Baby, I believe you. I believe you. in you. I believe in you. You can do this. You got this. We got this. And here's the ultimate. We got this together, right? Yep. Isn't that the ultimate expression of it, Eli? So, guys, in your walk today, I, I challenge you, some way, shape, or form, make a concerted effort today, even if it's just a, you know, baby, I'm so thankful that I can just trust you. I'm so thankful. Do you understand how much I just trust you? I trust Tammy with my life and everything. That's powerful, Eli. Yeah. That's powerful. And guys, that's powerful in your relationship. It'll help you be the man. If you're going to undertake your job description well, you're not going to do it from a skeptical standpoint. The only way you're going to do it, love only prevails in it from a context of faith right. and belief. You got anything you want to tack on to this, brother? Uh, you know, the... the the premise and the model for this, obviously, is our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And I, I, I think back to that verse, or that verse in First uh, Peter five seven, 
cast your cares on him because he Ooh. cares for you. Yes. You know, and, and I thought about <clears throat> my dad was a, he's a preacher and he had a, he had a sermon he used one time and I'll never forget it cause I was the illustration <laughs> and I remember being a little, That's a, a preacher's little, kid. Yep, yep. I was a little boy and he said, my son trusts in me cause when he jumps off into that lazy river at Gatlinburg, he knows I'm going to catch him. Absolutely. So he wildly jumps into my arms. And I think that's the same way for our Amen. Lord. We cast our care onto Jesus wildly. Just say, Lord, I need you to take care of this. And be in that way for our spouses. Amen. We can be a landing spot for them, and they can be a landing spot for us as there's a mutual care that we can cast onto them because they care for Amen. us. Amen. Power packs that relationship. Yes. Faith is the key, Eli. It unlocks Amen. the door to a dynamic and powerful relationship. So, guys, go yes. exercise it. Jump in a lazy river. That's right. With your wife, man. Bam! Jump in the river and uh, just trust that they are right there with you and for you. We love you guys. Thank you for listening today. And uh, go, go with the, with the understanding, just like Eli said, the Lord has you. Yes. You can trust Him. The Lord has you marriage. You can trust Him with it. And trust in that spouse that He's given you. Love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to Be The Man. I hope you were blessed today as Pastor Stacy gives you tools on how to be the man of your household. Our hope is that through this, you are equipped with practical principles for a godly and happy marriage. If you were blessed today, please share this podcast with your friends and family and leave us a review. Have a wonderful day and catch us next time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of Trinity of Fairview's media outlets. Thank you.